Is it really that hard to welcome people? I mean, you wouldn't think it'd be that hard to open a door and say hi to someone and give them a nice handshake, but for whatever reason, people mess this up all the time, giving a bunch of dead fish handshakes to people or squeezing someone's hand so tight that it cuts off the circulation. That's why training your first impressions volunteers is so important. And in today's episode, we're gonna give you some tips on how to train this important team of ministry volunteers. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. You know, back a few years ago, I was called by a pastor down in Northwest Arkansas. This guy had been at the church, I'm going to say maybe about 10 years, and was doing really a great job with it. However, the church had gone fairly flat in attendance, and he was trying to push up to a new level. We had conversation about all sorts of things. And one of the centerpieces that he realized he needed to put some emphasis on was training his hospitality at first impressions people. Okay. Uh, these were good people, but they really weren't stepping up and, and taking the, um, the charge to create the best first impression. They weren't taking it all that serious. Mm. And so we met with them on a Saturday morning, uh, pulled a training together, and um, uh, you know, coffee, goodies, donuts, all those sorts of stuff. And I walked them through the process of, of um, what do you do on the parking lot? What do you do at the door? What do you do going into the auditorium of the sanctuary? What do you do after service? How do you interface this with kids? And so on and so on. And literally, we did the whole thing, A to Z. We role-played uh, all these uh, things that First Impressions hospitality people were supposed to do. And in doing so, that church started on a journey. And I'm telling you, it was at least two years later. He is still talking about yeah. it. He is still talking yeah. about, oh, man, Dick, when you came down and did that training, our people went to a brand new level. So what you're saying is it made a big oh, impression. He, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> they had a great first impression with him. So, um, you know, we just talked about the last couple of episodes. Um, the uh, 15. The fifth, yeah. 15, 15. Episode 15 and 16 yeah. about the uh, recruiting of volunteers specifically in hospitality and so now we want to take this particular discussion and talk about you know how do you actually go through uh and train yeah. these volunteers one thing yeah. to recruit them but now you have to train yeah. them you cannot assume that they're going to know all the things right. that you know and you know yeah. we've watched it happen jonathan and i are both into sports and you know we we watch march madness and the nba and stanley cup and world series he's in kansas city so they just just went Chiefs. nuts. Go Chiefs with the That's Super Bowl. Right. Uh, and we watch all these things happen. But at the end of the season, but believe me, at the mm -hmm. beginning of the season, yeah. training, training, training. And that's what you're about to, to hear today yeah. as we talk about training our volunteers in the area of hospitality. So I'm going to get started here with the first one. We've got six things we want to walk through. First is you need to recognize the need. Uh, you need to uh, un you need to know that until every volunteer knows how to do what you want done, your work is not done. I, I remember uh, in in part of that training, I talked to the guys about how to shake a hand. Mm -hmm. You shake a hand with a grip. Now here's what you don't do: you don't give a little wimpy, and you don't break the person's hand. Yeah. You you, you say well. I don't have to tell people how to shake it. Yes, you do. Yeah, yes, you do. You have to talk to people about how to interact. Explain yeah. everything. Take the time 
to walk through what you want and uh, and then you'll be able to train at the level you want. What's yeah. the second one, John? All right, number number two is to schedule regular training. So this really takes place in in, in two different components. First of all, uh, anytime someone new wants to join the, the hospitality or your first impressions team, whatever you call it, you have to make sure that you meet with them either one-on-one or in a small orientation type setting right out of the gate. So that way you're doing what you're talking about. You're training them, you're showing them, you're walking them through the expectations, the process, all of all of what what you want happening. I mean, you can't just say, "Okay, hey, you're in. Go stand at that door." Right. I mean, you've got to, there's got to be that training there. Then the second, and that's happening immediately. Yeah, yeah. As soon as someone raises their hand and says, "Hey, I'm in. I want to join. I want to do this," then there's that first right. that first orientation type of training. But then there's a second training that happens regularly where people uh, maybe you know it could be quarterly, could be. Um, you know, a couple times a year, just depends on, you know, what else you have going on at the church. But the point is there needs to be regularly scheduled times of training where it's refreshers. It's going back over the basics. You know, it, it, you know, it's, um, who's the, who's the guy that was like, you know, gentlemen, this is a football. That's right. Uh, Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's like these NFL players. Great coach of the, of the Green Bay Packers. Once they had lost a game, he held up a football. Yeah. And he said, gentlemen, this is a football. Now, these were the best football yeah. players of their era. Yeah. And yet, he explained it. Yeah, going back to the basics, basics, the fundamentals. And that's what this is here. We're talking about some fundamental things. And one of those fundamentals that you need to do as you're training them is, is to just help them see the basics. See, you know, and make sure. Well, let me stop for a second and say this. The reason you're doing that is because you have to make sure people are always on the same page. Mm-hmm. I've even noticed this at our church. Um, when in the winter time, you know, we kind of have protocol for, you know, where do the greeters stand? Are they outside in the freezing cold or are they inside opening the doors? And we kind of have this threshold of, you know, if it's certain temperature, then we'll go ahead and let them stand inside. But we want them outside as much as we can because it creates a greater presence and experience right. for people coming in. But obviously, if it's, it's you know, freezing cold, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, terribly just uncomfortable, then, you know, we want to take care of the volunteers, too. Well, what was happening is some people were staying inside. Some people were staying outside. So you had, you was like, well, you know, and so that's where it's like, we got to just keep getting back to the, the, the essentials, the, 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 the core expectations. Yeah, yeah. Here's what we do. Yeah. So point is you have to schedule regular training. Okay. Exactly. What's number three? Well, number three is uh, so basic and you'll think, oh my goodness, do I really have to do this? Yes, you do. Provide written job descriptions. Now you might say, oh my goodness, I'm just asking them to do this. I'm not saying you have to produce a five-page job description. It may be a, a third of a page. Sure, yeah. But you've got to write down uh, write down what it is that you're calling them to do, why it is. Yeah. So you need to have your mission on there so they understand why it is that you're asking them to do And then give them one, two, three bullet points. And if you'll do that, you'll just forestall somebody going sideways on you. And, you, and, and you're saying to yourself in some cases right now, there's no way somebody's going to go sideways. He's been around long enough. Yeah. I've been around long enough to tell you. They will go sideways. Yeah. You think you know what you've said. Yeah. But what they've heard is not put it on paper. Yeah. Written job description. Yeah. Everyone wins when Everybody it's, wins it's when clearly written on yeah. paper. Number four. All right. Number four is role play. You know, you mentioned this a moment ago, but you you want to take your the volunteer people uh, on your first impressions team to their spots. And you literally want to 
physically show them what to do. You can't just point to them and say, hey, go stand at that door, open the door. You know, you, you, you got to walk them through. Here's what to do. And then, you know, even role playing the whole dead fish handshake right. versus, versus the, the vice, vice grips. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you just got to role play. And where do you want them to stand? Um, and what do they do if, you know, depending on the role, what do they do if someone comes and how does that look? And as basic as we might think it is, it's not understood by everyone. And that's where it goes back to what I just mentioned a moment ago, where you have to just get all the expectations, everyone on the same page. So we know this is what we want in that role. And when when you're doing these things, by the way, you're, you're training. These are best practices to train your hospitality people well. And that's what we, that's what we want through this. The the fifth one uh, is really uh, an important one in the sense of to cross train. Now, you're not necessarily going to have um, the person who works in preschool changing diapers, cross-training with the bass player on the worship team. But you are going to have, uh, I encourage you, we encourage you to have the person who's serving in the babies and uh, changing diapers to cross-train with those who are working with the toddlers. And so that more than one person knows how to do more than one task. You end up with a bad weather day and you have to pull somebody from here to work over there. You want more volunteers knowing about more than just what they do. If you'll do this, it really is going to strengthen their individual service in the role you've called them to because it's going to make them aware of the other uh, ministries around. And you might even be cross-training within the, you know, if you have a door greeter versus someone who's in your sanctuary or auditorium and they're exactly. ho- they're seating people, you know, or the ushers, exactly. whatever. You, you, cross-train that Yeah, one. that may all be fall under the same quote-unquote umbrella right. of ministry, but they're two different roles. And exactly. so it's important to cross-train. Okay, so let's do a quick recap here of the five things uh, that we've talked about here today. One is to recognize the need. Two is to schedule regular training. Three, provide complete written job descriptions and ministry positions. Uh, Four is role play. Five is cross train. And then the final thing we want to mention is just repeat. Basically, do it over and over and over. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Yep. So what's that quote um, that uh, repetition breeds familiarity? Familiarity breeds confidence and confidence breeds success. So the point is we just have to do this repetition over and over and keep working on the fundamentals. These six things we just mentioned, or really five plus the repeat, they're, they're fundamentals. They really are. And, uh, and so we want to do these six things over and over and over again, and that's what's going to give you success. Well, and the, and the best people in their fields, best people in business, best athletes, best students, best educators, they know to repeat and repeat and repeat, and you get better and better yep. all the time. That's right. Well, what else do we have to cover? Well, I want to just talk about the fact that um, if you'll check out um, the episodes that we just watched, so you if you missed episodes 15 and 6, uh, is it 15, 15 and 16, 16 yep. be sure to go back and uh, catch those episodes. Those are on the, the seven steps to um, recruit, recruit your hospitality volunteers. Exactly, exactly right. Yep. So, you know, if you haven't uh, signed up for the uh, five-day leadership challenge, we strongly encourage you to do that. That's going to help you be a better leader. It's free to you. Just go to leaders.church forward slash challenge. And uh, certainly, um, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, we'd love to have you do that. Uh, we're just thrilled to be able to provide resource for you. We, we, we hope and pray in the content we just talked about here today that you'll be able to train your volunteers better and better as time goes on. Right. Anything to add? No, that's it. Thanks so much for being with us today. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, be blessed. 
Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.